0: Coming up on the podcast. Are there any good sequels to Predator? The short answer is nope, nuh-uh, forget about it. No way, no how, they all suck.
1: This
0: is Magnificently Huge. Oh, hello, listener, and welcome to the Magnificently Huge podcast. This is episode 168. If you're playing along at home, this is Chris, along with Eric and Brian this week. We're going to talk about uh, why there are no good sequels to the movie Predator. That's it in a nutshell. Uh, Predator 1987, Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's a classic action sci fi, dude fights a jungle warrior from space kills people, it's fun, it's a classic for various reasons, uh, none of the sequels are in it. They all suck, let's be honest, because we're going to just savage some of these movies here, because they're terrible. They really are. There's no way to sugarcoat this, people. If you are looking for a good sequel to Predator, you're not going to find one. Oh, sure, there are some that are entertaining, and we have a soft spot in our hearts for a few of them, but they're still bad, and uh, we wondered why. So we're going to get to the root of that problem, and probably not solve it, but it at least give you food for thought. And if you like what we hear and want to tell us how wrong we are, or how right we are, or whatever uh, send us an email magnificentlyhuge at gmail.com you can also head over to our twitter feed at maghuge we invite you to like the page share it with your friends and family like all our tweets whatever you do over there we're on facebook do the same thing we're on instagram uh, again ditto uh, share us around like us blah 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 you can even catch our show soundcloud itunes stitcher wherever podcasts are found uh, and we invite you to subscribe to the show share it with your friends and family uh, like all the episodes, give us feedback, blah, 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 blah. So without further ado, we're going to dive right into what's the deal with the Predator sequels, because they're terrible, and we don't if know means, why, I and it. we probably aren't going to solve this mystery movie. anytime soon. But uh, there you have it. So I hope you enjoy the show. And then stick around at the top of the show for some fresh is, uh, where we talk about WandaVision, the new Disney Marvel Enterprise that's actually kind of fun, and various other sundry and whatnots. Uh, you know, enjoy. Really, that's all we can ask. Thanks for stopping by. Ah, welcome to To Catch a Predator. <laughs>
1: You have a purring cat? What is that?
0: That's my predator impression. Uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I've had thirty years to perfect it. I feel like there's one in the room with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Get on a uh, chopper! That's yeah. My, my my head feels
2: groggy from all this predating.
0: Have you been have you been predating too much this week? Yeah. I, uh so yeah. As we're aware of the uh, the thesis of this week's episode is, uh, why do all the predator sequels suck? Uh, we'll get into it because uh, there's no way to refute this fact. I dare you. So we'll find <laughs> out what ha- we'll find out what happens. <laughs> but but, uh, in, the, but in, in 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 the mine team, uh, what's what's new this week? I don't know what's new. You- oh, are we talking the the fresh shit? Okay. <laughs>
1: This shit is fresh. Oh, shit. It is fresh. This stuff is real. we got to say the secret <laughs> word and we can't proceed. Yeah, a, I wasn't sure if we, we, we didn't were... even say our names. Oh, hello. Oh,
0: Everybody knows who we are except those yeah, people are Yeah, we're famous. Uh, this is Chris. Fucking, this
1: is Brian. <laughs> we're
2: famous. What a <laughs> douche-tart. Uh, this is Eric. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, we
1: uh, we're in the fresh shit. Yeah, yeah. This where we talk about the things we've been watching, reading, doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. current events. Not hopefully not.
2: Before we go into our 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 thesis for the week, yeah, we 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 talk about what we've been doing. Just 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 lying about.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, I, you go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, you <laughs> no, you go.
2: <laughs> it's been a rough
0: week, people. Jesus. No, you go, Eric. I want to hear what you have to say.
2: Uh I I guess I want to hear who's watched WandaVision. Uh
0: I watched it. Oh, I have. I watched it last night. Yes. Playing out it the too. big guns. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh I, I figured nice to start with something we've all seen.
0: Yeah. It's uh I am I'm, I'm on the fence. They're still doing too much setup before they drop the bomb on how weird the season's going to get, but it's very much right now the vibe is to me is like Bewitched meets the Prisoner. And so I'm kind of digging it, but at the <laughs> yeah. same time I oh, really, yeah, I'm
1: like this. This should be Chris's jam right here.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I like it, but I. But the, the truth is, I've seen so many old sitcoms, and they're aping it so well that it's almost like I'm watching a shitty old sitcom. So at yeah, times I'm I like, so oh come on, just get on with it. But I, the- I,
2: I thought it was smart of them to release two episodes so that yes. they could go, no, 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 it's not just like this. Yeah, but of course yeah. they're what they've they've made is a a binge worthy show and you can't binge it yeah and so so they so so it means that they've they've created like an arc that is a slow roller but to only give you two out of the gate it's gonna make it Tough to go, yeah, this is good. Honestly, well, I don't, no, but, but that,
1: I, that gets people talking like, hey, what does this all mean? Yeah. That, that, you know, they're, they're trying to drive the conversation. I, yeah, I don't but I think most of the now.
2: conversation probably sounds
0: like Chris going, I don't have enough to give
2: a shit just yet.
0: Well, I like that it's the slow rollout. And I, and I, well, to me, it's they're doing enough. Right, like for me, the funniest gag in the whole thing so far, and it's a total throwaway. No one is gonna notice it unless they've watched a shit ton of '60s sitcoms. Is the fact that they do the first episode and it's a ranch-style house, and it's mm-hmm. just yep. a full-on sitcom, and, and then, it's
1: not even like like it's it's, it's a it's, sitcom set where there's no right angles. Yeah, like everything yeah. is trapezoidal it's, and not parallel. Yeah, it's literally
0: yeah. the, the Dick Van Dyke house, yeah. but yeah. then they go two sets. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there's this work and home.
0: But then they get to the second episode and suddenly their house is like from Hazel. It's like a two story. They've got stairs in the living room. It's a totally different house, which is what yeah. all of these shows do. They like do the pilot and then they rework everything for the, the actual first episode after the oh, pilot. Pretty and they sure don't pretty sure it's going
1: to be a different house every episode. That's what
0: I'm waiting to see.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I think
2: I, uh, I got the impression that it was like, okay, this is the house, you know, once the show has been on eight, ten years. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, here's we're actually advancing through time very quickly. Yeah. So so we'll you know, see. It's not necessarily that this show, WandaVision, has been on for eight years by the time we see that. But, yeah. But it's and yeah. also they have exterior shots. You know.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. The 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 first episode. So the 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 studio they're using is the same um, soundstage that they shot the Dick Van Dyke show on. Right. And they did shoot at least that first episode in front of a live studio audience, and, you can and I'm tell. kind of shocked they didn't
0: say WandaVision was filmed before <laughs> a, live a live studio, studio audience. audience. Yeah. yeah, Well, yeah, it's just it could have. It's just weird because it's Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and the Vision as like a like a '50s '60s sitcom married couple, but it's literally just like bewitched. And you've got the wacky neighbor, Catherine Hahn, who shows up in the whole nine yards. And I keep waiting, and they keep like hinting at very malevolent things lurking in the background, but don't actually just put it right in your face. So you're kind of left Mm -hmm. in this weird twin peaky sort of vibe where you're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's true. And then by the second episode, they start bringing in, like, the helicopter that's the red and yellow. So they're doing, like, a Pleasantville thing where it's, like, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like, real life starts filtering in. You're like, this is just going to be strange when they finally kick it in. But uh, it's all hinting now. So, like Eric said, it's like, you you need to watch more, I think, in order to figure out if it's going to be any good. But I like where it's going.
1: Oh, I'm I'm totally down with this thing. I'm hooked. It's great. I'm having a lot of fun watching it. It's It's... Once again Marvel's like okay let's take a genre and then we'll just stick Marvel characters in it. Yeah. <laughs> and the the thing that's successful um this is a different review that you know that I'm cribbing from this is Bob Chipman's take but he's right. Uh is that it is in fact it's not like Pleasantville in that they're not trying to sort of poke fun at the the Historical sitcom-y stuff, right? They're not being winky ironic. This is a legit sitcom, like yeah. the, the sitcom plots and the episodes that they have. That's it works as a sitcom, and that's what makes the occasional intrusion of not sitcom yeah. more
0: upsetting and effective. It's like, yeah. wait,
1: no, we had a nice cozy blanket around us, and then
0: yeah. ah, it is it is very <laughs> jarring, and and tr- especially uh, from my perspective because as as I mentioned uh, earlier in some episodes that I have been watching old episodes of Hazel uh, and right. that sort of thing. Yeah. And this <laughs> is very, reference, and Hazel. this is very much that. It's like a straight up just crappy standard Hollywood sitcom. I would setup. say well done sitcom though. Yeah. I mean I haven't yeah.
2: seen this in such a long time. Yeah. And the whole magic show thing was legit
0: funny. Yeah. And so it's it's just so Weird because they're pulling it off so astutely, but at the same time, there's all of the background stuff that they just hint to, like when they have the boss over for dinner in the first episode, and he <laughs> starts to choke, and then it's just like, st- like that's it, a, dear, yeah, stop, stop it, it. Dear. that stop was a dear. yeah, and it just got, and it went on so long until it to the point of like, okay, something is definitely glitching in the matrix, and then they finally move on, and then it's like nothing ever happened. It's like holy well, fuck,
1: it's it's like all the reruns in one show, right? It's yeah. like, okay, we're watching Ozzy and Harriet and Leave It to Beaver and Bewitched and The Twilight Zone. Right. right. And it's all stitched together. I'm I'm loving it. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah, I love you know, wacky hijinks, you know, oh the misunderstanding, he forgot the anniversary and the boss is over for dinner and she doesn't know how to cook and la, you know. La, la. But you know, one I did thing like it, just occurs to lobsters. me though.
2: One thing that occurs to me though is the whole stop it, stop it thing as we were talking about it. I know that was supposed to be a moment of, oh, yeah, that's right. We're inside a larger show and something's up. Yeah. And my actual reaction was, fuck, finally, you know, <laughs> like, like we're going to get some <laughs> idea what's going on here. Yeah.
0: No, I think they'll, they'll tease it out and it'll probably start happening more and more uh, as the episodes go on. and. But they're getting all the details right. Like at the beginning of the first episode when they're doing the Dick Van Dyke thing and the Vision, instead of tripping over the ottoman, just magically walks through walks it because through he's it. the Vision. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was just chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, uh,
1: the, There's a lot of Easter eggs for comics fans. So apparently the label on the bottle of wine in the first episode is French for House of M, okay. which was a comic series where Wanda goes crazy and unravels reality.
0: Yeah, which um, I think this is slightly based on that. I think they also do, when they did the uh, the cartoon opener for the second episode, and there's like the, the row of hats, and one yeah. of them apparently is for a character called the Grim Reaper, who was a big villain. So that's like a tease, like, is he going to show up or not? So they're doing all these wacky, like, insider things. So, I... And- I- I, oh, a, a fun perspective,
2: also, my wife was really interested in watching this, and she has never seen a single Marvel film.
0: <laughs> nice. Oh?
2: So I had to be like, okay, you've got to tell me everything you're thinking right now without me explaining a goddamn thing, because nice. i got to know how that works. So she doesn't understand <laughs> that
1: it's just weird that Vision exists she, in this show. She,
2: yeah. she, she, she did ask me, okay, so Vision is a robot? You know? No, no, no. So Vision is a robot. She refuses to say robot. Okay. So Vision is a robot, <laughs> okay. and, and I'm like, yeah. And and Word. and and Scarlet, Scarlet is a, a Wanda is a she. She's a witch. She's, yes. she's Scarlet. Okay. So how do you have witches and superheroes? And I'm like, by <laughs> writing witches and then superheroes. Yeah. Oh, all right. Whatever. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A comic book. Yeah. You got to watch like five hours of film in order to get the backstory.
2: Yeah, I can speak for her now and say, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
1: whatever. They have that Marvel Legends show on Disney Plus that's supposed to catch people up. I haven't watched it. I hear it sucks, but yeah. it's supposed to be for that Go purpose figure. of catching people up.
2: No, she, she was watching it basically because, you know, a, a lot of people she knows said, You'll really love the set design. And, right. you know, yeah. and so we were like, Yeah, yeah, it's a neat kind of mid century modern return. Yeah. You know?
0: Oh, well. Well, as does, long as
2: it's as good as Legion, I think
0: she'll probably stick with it. It's similar. Uh, but this is also sort of par for the course because I've also been watching, finally, the Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max. Yay! I'll keep meaning to do that. And uh, I gotta tell you, I am shocked at how good it actually is. I was astonished. I told you! Uh well I didn't think it would be as good as it is. I thought well maybe it be has passable. No
1: right to be that good. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously cuz I hate that character. Honestly, I don't give a yes. shit. And yeah, they managed too. they managed to make her interesting and they flesh out the backstories and it's got a real Venture Brothers vibe to it. I got to tell you. It's like they take all of this DC universe and they just piss all over it and it's amazing and they do it so well. Uh but guys like the Joker are just like tertiary characters and it's all about Harley just getting over her toxic boyfriend and she's best friends with Poison Ivy and it's and then it turns into like this weird Laverne and Shirley thing. I mean it's like what in the hell is going on? Have you gotten King Shark or Bane in yet? Oh yeah, I'm like I got one episode okay. left in the first season. So I've gotten pretty much the full like yeah. arc, and it's like the episode's like twenty two minutes. So it's they're really quick, and each one does like this moral at the end where Harley Quinn kind of grows a little bit as a person, and they do it in <laughs> such a a compact way that it's not like I'll oh, fuck you. You're by the end going okay, I get it. So it's and it's Jason fun.
1: Alexander playing the Cyborgman, the Cyborg <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the wheelchair
0: with the robotic arm. He's got like a phone yeah. in his other robot leg. <laughs> and he always falls asleep in the middle of the action. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, so it's, I'm I'm astonished. It's I'm astonished as, as how good it is. I really am. So I'm looking forward to finishing out the, the season two and see where it goes. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's very R rated and they know exactly what they're doing and it just, it's, it's a big ball of fun and I was shocked. So i will just, I will just leave it at that. <laughs> how dare they, how dare they make DC entertaining yeah. those, ass you know,
2: <laughs> one thing I, I also watched was, and, uh, 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 this was like something I just wanted to put on as background noise and ended up loving it. Uh, was the <laughs> God the the? This is embarrassing. The the WB Animation Studios production of uh, Red Sun, the Superman comic. Oh, nice! The, is okay. an animated, right? And I was like, yeah, this is like a lot like the comic. They got the beats all right, and then I was like, this is actually very grown up. This is not right, like cartoon cartoon. Yeah, those and, Bruce Tim movies are
0: are definitely yeah, dark. Yeah, well, and they're well done. Well, that's we touched on this uh, in multiple episodes now. Whenever we bring this subject up, but it's DC definitely gets the cartoon side totally right, mm-hmm. and it's astonishing. Whereas Marvel, they do the movies and they're entertaining, and they the movies comparatively are so much better than what what DC's putting out. But on the cartoon side, it's like I would rather watch a DC any day than any of the well, Marvel shit that's come out. The thing is I I don't
2: really go in for cartoons, but it seems like whoever does the cartoons has they can't do a good DC film to save their lives, but you know, <laughs> if they can do animation to cover it. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah you know, they need to they need to basically do what Star Wars is doing and get the animation guy in charge of some actual yes, productions. There agreed. You go. Agreed.
0: Agreed. That's a very Eric, good. Eric,
1: don't bother with the killing joke. That's
0: the oh, one I'll tell you I've avoid. seen it. I've seen okay. it.
2: It's yeah. But um and I've tried watching a couple of the other ones and I'm like I don't I don't care this much. But they're still well
1: done, but I
0: don't
2: they care did, this they did much. a good job
1: of of Dark Knight Returns. Um I'll give them that. I
0: um, agree with you.
2: My god, they did Dark Knight Returns? Like yeah, for they real? did. Uh-huh. Holy
0: shit. It's like a two-parter or something. But yeah, they did it. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> but balls you know. tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but uh so I just yeah, just been watching nothing but uh like comic book shit this week. And then also been watching like we started after the Christmas run of watching all the Bob's Burgers, we went back and started from the first season and we're now in third season just watching in order. And I'm still amazed that neither of you have seen Bob's Burgers cuz it's one of the funniest shows ever on TV. <laughs> And I can't recommend it enough. It just every episode Is it makes on, me laugh. What what service can I find Bob's Burger? Uh, Hulu? I'm watching it on Hulu. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's it's made by one of the co-creators of Home Movies, Lauren Bouchard, and uh, I don't know if he had a hand in Metalocalypse or not. But uh, but it's got that same just weird vibe. Um, but it's like it's it's almost almost rooted in sort of a reality situation so it's almost like you're watching uh, a real family but then they do such absurd ridiculous plots and storylines that it just sort of like spins out of control and becomes this weirdly (laughs) da sort of thing but it's all rooted (laughs) in the characterizations and they're so solid and the voice work is just stellar uh but every episode makes me laugh so that's all I, I've been doing this week is watching a bunch of cartoons because I'm a grown-ass man. Thank you.
1: So.
2: I'll watch it. I mean, I'm a fan of anything with Dr. Girlfriend in it. Yeah. Well, there
0: you go. So,
1: so this is like <laughs> the first episode of the... Podcast where like you guys have just been going back and forth on the fresh shit, and I no longer know whose turn it is or what's <laughs> <laughs> happening. Uh,
2: uh, it, I think it was a tag team.
0: I'm yeah. I'm good. I've explained so natural, everything. It I need
1: I liked it. Yeah.
0: Did you do you have anything to add, Brian? That you've been. Oh, doing Oh,
1: I have one more big gun. Okay. Rented tenant this week. The oh the the Nolan the Christopher Nolan movie with uh, oh I don't remember the guy's name. I think with, he's with, sparkly what, sparkly vampire guy. <laughs> um, no he's he's the
2: Batman now
1: I'm Batman no oh yeah no he's in it he's in it that's true oh, but the, yeah. no isn't it Denzel Washington's son playing the lead in this oh, I don't know the character is literally named in the credits the protagonist okay uh, oh. which should tell you it does straight away <laughs> this movie has its head so far up <laughs> yeah. its own ass yeah
0: that's the feeling Holy I got. Holy crap. Like, even if the theaters hadn't shut down last year because of pandemic, I don't think I would have bothered to go see this thing. It just seems oh, too would've. ridiculous. It I would have gone to,
2: to IMAX because I trust his his <laughs> okay. eye that much. But I yeah. I have still managed to avoid finding out what this movie is about yeah. so that I, when I see it, I can go, okay.
0: Okay. But, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that one.
1: Um, okay, so I won't, I won't spoil it. I will say it starts with, and this was released as like, you know, before movies, uh, in, during the trailers and in theaters before, especially on IMAX. It yeah. starts with this siege on a concert hall, and the concert hall is like a semicircular room with a stage at the bottom and, and uh, amphitheater seating, and it looks a whole hell of a lot like the Congress, and watching a siege on that room... In Christopher Nolan tension style. Wow. What under the current circumstances was a lot more stressful than it was the first time I saw that.
0: <laughs> stressful? Um, really? Well, yeah, I yeah. Guess, I think uh you know. Nobody likes uh, to see their own seat of government besieged by riding ass nuts. Okay. So, I you guess, know. but you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the world I'm bothered
1: emotion. by less, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, but no, it was but, a little it was a little unnerving. Even, you know, just Really, I think I'm just. My nerves are a little,
0: little touchy. Yeah. Well, uh, bottom you know, line. Days. Bottom line is, it good movie, yay or nay? I'm, I'm sensing nay.
1: Okay, so this movie had to have been much more interesting to make than it is to watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so I it's think like that the whiteboard in the writers' room is way more fun than the movie. um (laughs) i i think it will probably hold up to scrutiny better than most nolan films because of that but yeah it's just way too in love with its own construction
0: yeah he's he's getting very kubrickian almost it, it feels like he's just way more concerned with the the how to make it than he is with making it good or interesting, yeah, or whatever, you know. Is this his
2: Barry Lydon?
1: Basically, this is, Lyden, basically.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is yeah, his James
1: Bond movie. <laughs> okay,
0: he
2: has I, like
1: a whole bunch of James Bond scenes, and he I, just kind of strings them together. <laughs> I thought it from the story. Yeah, I, that's I the thought, same
2: deal with Inception. Yeah. I was sure Tom Hardy would be
1: the next Bond because of Inception. Yeah. So. yeah. And oh, and he does kind of point the way toward here's how we could make another good James Bond film because he got the lifestyle porn and the hot women yeah. and the big set pieces and the practical effects uh you know it's all there okay it's just it's just unpleasant it's just <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's okay. well and the female character is so one dimensional she has exactly one motivation and and that's her entire character. That's um, troublesome. Okay. And, and we have um, H- Kenneth Branagh as the Russian bad guy,
0: just being the ultimate Russian stereotype. Well, he did that in the the Chris Pine Jack Ryan movie, Shadow Recruit. Oh, uh, I didn't even bother with that. Yeah, because Branagh yeah. directed that one, but he also played the bad guy who was like a Russian oligarch. So I'm wondering yeah. if it's just a, a carry over from that.
1: It probably is the
0: exact same character. <laughs> yeah, but okay, also, okay. he was
2: in Dunkirk, and so they were, he was like, oh, I'll work with him again. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh's neat.
1: Sure. So, anyway, it is, it is definitely, it was overhyped. Like, no, this was not the movie
0: to go risk your life over. <laughs> <Drink> <laughs> is, yeah. Egg on my face <laughs> through the breathing machine. Yeah, whoops. Yeah,
1: it's, it's, uh... okay. Don't pay money to see Tenet. Wait for it to show up on a streaming service and watch it then. Where you're still you paying go. money
0: for it, but not just for that.
1: Well, after a fashion, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I I'm paid gonna, 6 uh, bucks and I'm okay. like I should have waited a couple more months. I have a
2: feeling once uh, um, you know, the 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 big the big illness, uh, the the big sick out, whatever we're calling it, uh is done. Movies like this are gonna get booked at IMAX theaters so that people can see what it was actually supposed to look like, and oh, that's what maybe. I'm waiting for. I'm maybe. okay with
1: that. That's fine. Sure. Yeah,
2: because uh, like even if I didn't love Inception, which I absolutely adore, I I I would have been happy to see it on um an IMAX screen because it was so made for that.
0: Yeah, but see, yeah. I'm in the opposite camp because I was like that when Dark Knight Rises came out, and I actually. Put- paid for the IMAX ticket, and I was almost borderline saying I would never go see another Christopher well, Nolan Dark film Night ever Rises, again.
1: Rises. Dark Knight Rises sucks. Yeah, yeah that was and the
0: douchiest it, of douchey <laughs> films. That was <laughs> so douchey.
1: Okay. Trying to give you a headache, right? It is so loud and bombastic, and I saw it in IMAX as well, and it's like 14 hours long. Yeah. And yeah, I'm you just man. can't. Leave that movie in a good mood because the movie is just beating you senseless. I'm Batman.
0: It's like literally the whole movie. I'm Batman. Like, Where's uh.
1: Rachel? <laughs> no, that's the last
2: one. Where's Rachel?
0: Where's Rachel? <laughs>
2: but
1: going back to Harley Quinn, they use the Bane voice when Bane shows up. The same. Yeah. Yeah, but he's always uh, going. Uh, he's uh, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I take action on this coffee cup. Uh, uh. Gotham you know shit is yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Harley Quinn does Bane, uh, well. But they also <laughs> they also get Batman right. It's Diedrich Bader doing the voice as well, and, <laughs> and he acquits himself nicely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, anyway,
1: I brought Tenet. We'll call that good. That's the fresh shit. I don't
2: think we should actually do this show, but I sometimes feel like we could do a whole show on uh, um, Dark Knight Rises and everything that's fucked and wrong about it. Like, right. like <laughs> just, just all at once. Here's everything that drives me fucking yeah. out of my goddamn mind. Oh, why not? So dumb. That sounds it's, like
1: a fun show. Yeah. I'm down. We'll,
0: let's let's put it on the slate. We'll, uh, okay. We'll We'll put a cork in it. Yeah.
2: And yeah, maybe we can do it once this uh, Batman chic, uh, uh, Batman
1: heroine chic version comes out with, um, <laughs> with glittery vampire yeah. man. How, yeah. How how did they arrive at with the new Batman? Like you know what? Batman needs to be grimmer and darker. Yeah. Like Jesus. Like we like we hadn't gotten even worse with the Batfleck, and now we're getting this thing. It's like yeah. God Bat- damn. I I
2: I will maintain though. I think Ben Affleck. Uh, um. Did a did a fine job oh, yeah. of Bruce Wayne. You know, it's like there wasn't much Batman to it, but his Bruce Wayne was, you know, absolutely, brilliant.
1: yeah, one hundred percent.
0: But there you go. All right, that's our so show, what, kids. What hey, this is a show about Batman. All of a <laughs> sudden, well, we- it's it's Wait, interesting. Did Batman that-
1: fight the Predator in the comics once?
0: Yeah, I'm he didn't
2: fight sure the Predator. Did. There's just so many Predator yeah. versus whatever. Then there was then there was that thing with
0: RoboCop. And, yeah, and and. and uh, <laughs>
2: The Terminator fighting
0: the uh, Predator and the alien. Basically, if you're doing a comic and you want to mash up some character from another franchise, (laughs) it's like, pin him against the Predator, because it's just that all-purpose... Archie
1: versus Predator series. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) But it's it's funny that Eric brought up the Batman, because I'll tell you, watching these again, uh, I went through... I got to Alien versus Predator Requiem, which is just... That is the biggest it's, turd ball, isn't it? Of a movie, it's, but it's literally like, oh, hey, here's the conceit. Let's just turn Predator into fucking Batman, and he's hunting aliens. I mean, that's literally the entire movie because he's got all the gadgets and shit. Oh. It's like the budget of a
2: uh, you know a lesser Stephen King novel, right? I mean, it's right. it's, <laughs> it's sort of a low end.
0: Uh, uh, it, but yeah. it yeah. is it basically it, just with you know yeah A V P. So we can get to it. So I don't know. Do you guys want to do like uh, just do these in order uh, and build a case? I'm just that's, let you guys run. That's this what and the I'll, people I'll expect. Okay. Yeah. So give first, the people what they want. So f- uh, show of hands. So Brian, how many of these have you seen? The Predator sequels. Two. One okay. and two. <laughs> so you've seen Predator with Arnold, and you've seen Predator Two. Yes. Okay. So you and haven't I've seen, seen any of the, rest. of the
1: other ones. To know, I don't need to watch them.
0: <laughs> so you've never watched them from start to finish. Hell no. Okay. Good. So you'll be like the, f- the fresh eyes. You'll be a virgin. <laughs> uh, but so for the re- Okay, so Predator comes out in 1987. It's one of Arnold's big breakout action franchisees thing. But then they don't get him back for any of the other ones because of whatever. Uh, scheduling... Arnold. Yeah, contracts, <laughs> what have you. Uh, so 1990, they bring out Predator 2. The same writers, same production team, but they can't get Arnold even for a fucking cameo as Dutch who's the only survivor from the first movie. Uh, so of
1: course you cast Danny Glover. Yes, yeah, so then you said when I think who could fill Arnold's shoes. Yeah. Well, he I yeah, think he Danny but he's
2: Glover. this is all a uh a Joel Silver uh jam yeah. and he was in all the Lethal Weapon movies that did so well. So yeah. It, it was, you know, he was hiring in-house. Yeah, because yeah.
1: people were going to Lethal Weapon for that Danny Glover <laughs> magic. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing is, and and we talked about Predator 2 uh, a while back when I had watched it. And that was sort of the inkling for this show. Because uh, I'm like, why are, like, first of all, why do they even bother with sequels to Predator outside of money? Because they just haven't bothered to do anything with the concept. It's just this rehash. Right. Every single time they just do a different setting. And then do a few tweaks, but it's literally the same movie every single well, time.
2: Well, you gotta, yeah, I think it's important to take Predator 2 in its context, yeah. that it's a, again, a Joel Silver joint, and he was doing all sorts of huge action movie sequels, like the, the Lethal Weapon movies, yeah. and um, God, what were all of those ones he was doing? He was like, I just remember so many sequels, uh, Die Hard. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, he just had this cache of sequels. And I think this was just another one he was trying to slap together. It didn't work and he moved on.
1: Well, I just <laughs> remember uh, reading about the idea is the Predator is drawn to conflict, right? So it goes where there's a war going on and then tries to prove <clears throat> itself the superior warrior. Yeah. And so their, their whole gag there was, well, what if we said that the gang wars in L.A. in you know the late 80s were the thing that drew the Predator's attention and also that would save us a shit ton of money because we could just shoot it in LA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, they. In the future. The, but by the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, to, yeah, they was, the the, L.A. That's subway a fun is really thing. That, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's like this takes place in 1997, but it was shot in what? 90? Like 89? It was released in 90. So yeah, it was probably so shot, yeah, in 89. shot in
0: 89. Uh, so but, that's funny. Well, the, the deal was so the first Predator. It's good on its own terms because uh it it's a good action film. It's totally the, like the top tier 80s action films for sure. It's like
1: the Expendables, right? It's like yeah. you
0: got Carl Weathers
1: and Jesse the Body Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You know. But
0: but this is what I love about The First Predator movie is because you if you watch it enough times you start to understand that it's not a sci-fi action movie. It's literally just a horror house movie. Where yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger winds up being the final girl, and I love that conceit because it's like you go through all this, everybody else dies, and then Arnold, you know, kills the the big baddie. Come, come on, on. Hey, do come it! <laughs> yeah, one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, he's just like that, chalk full of lines. This is also the
1: first, first, and only time the the predator will be a somewhat lithe character. Right? It's it's yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme in the suit. Well,
0: well, it that was in the early stages, but then they realized that he was too small compared to Schwarzenegger and oh, okay. Jesse Ventura and the rest of them. So they actually got like another actor who reprised it for Predator 2. Oh, is that?
1: Yeah, because every mm. K- Predator after that, it's like what happened to Star Wars figures around after He-Man came out, right? Like at first you had like human proportions and then you have these like cartoonishly, you know, super roided up bulky things. and. And every Predator since the first movie that I can see is just like, yeah, is just stupid, stupid ripped, you know, just Bane levels of,
0: of muscly. Uh, And it gets worse. In a few few films, it gets worse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the deal with Predator 2 is like, so they got this uh, sequel that they got to do because reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. But they couldn't come up with a concept, and they, they brought the two brothers who wrote the first one in, and they I guess they threw like six something concepts to the 20th Century Fox, and then they finally agreed on the one set in L.A., probably because it was the cheapest to film. Uh, but then, like you just, they make the weird decision to set it 10 years in the future, quote unquote, at the yeah. time, so with like 97, so they could do all these uh, things that aren't quite real. Uh, and then and then on top of, like, Gary Busey as the crazy dude working for the government now chasing predators, which becomes part of this weird canon, uh, like, X-Files with guns, you've got, like, just all of, like, Danny Glover and his cops and Bill Paxton and whatever, like, trying to figure it out all over again. And it's just so yeah. – it's entertaining, I gotta That's say. That's the one but- way
2: – that is the one way they got 1997 right, that – uh by 1997 we would give a shit about Bill Paxton there but you like go. at this point we
0: didn't <laughs> yeah no shit uh, why don't you put her in charge so <laughs> uh so yeah Predator 2 I just remember like it came out and I was like okay whatever it, but it's grown on me in the years since uh just because it is so bug fuck nuts in its conception uh <laughs> but so, Gary but Gary it, Busey's the, the one thing, that right, sells it
1: uh, you know my as a teenager when the first predator came out you know it had made a bigger impression on me looking back on it now i realize just how low budget predator really is oh yeah but going into predator 2 i was expecting it to be a bigger effects movie and it's really it just felt so it's felt like a tv budget right like it felt small even at the time yeah it's but definitely looking back. It, these are all low, low budget movies.
0: Yeah, I mean it definitely would falls in line with stuff like Harley Davidson and The Marlboro Man and anything else yeah. from that era. Mm-hmm. I mean it's just yeah. they did what they did with what they had. Uh but for me the unforgivable sin of Predator Two among <laughs> anything else is the fuck, Yeah, the fucking end when Danny Glover's in the spaceship and then all of the other predators start showing up decloaking themselves. And then in the background, you've got all of their trophies, and they just, as a throw, it's just a throwaway joke, but it's an alien skeleton uh, that you just see for like two seconds. And so yeah. many people latched onto that. And well, then, that's because
2: we had never had a shared universe yeah. thrown yeah. at us. And suddenly it was like, oh, dude, yeah. that's right. The alien can fight the predator. The predator can fight the alien. And it spawned a whole, so a whole yeah. new, uh, uh, what do we call it? Video franchise games and comics yeah. and
1: movies. That's and- a... Yeah. By the way,
2: that's really what did it. Is that like, okay, it was a neat mention, maybe a comic book, but that uh, Atari Jaguar AVP yes. game was the
0: bomb. Yeah. Well, it's basically just Doom, but you get to be the predator chasing an alien. I mean, it's You get to be the predator always... or the alien or yeah. the marines. Yeah. So it's yeah. and it was it was okay. Uh It was but the yeah. best reason to own a Jaguar. You should know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh but to me, the, that the, that part of the ending of Predator Two is the most unforgivable sin because it literally set in motion everything else after that. I think, it, like '94, they had approached Robert Rodriguez to do another sequel, and he came up with a concept, and then he was getting ready to do Desperado, and that whole thing uh, for Predator fell apart. But that's when he came up with the idea for doing Predators, which was a nod to Aliens, we'll to yeah. uh, which we can get to. Uh, but then that fell apart, and then. It literally just, film-wise, was dormant until, like, what, 2004, when Paul W.S. Anderson, the guy that did Resident Evil. Uh, oh, Paul W.S. Anderson yeah.
1: did that first one?
0: Yeah, he did Alien versus Predator. And I oh, gotta man. tell you, it's literally, you. It, it's like he took his script for Resident Evil, the first one, and yeah, just repurposed kinda- it. Yeah,
2: you can see his his uh, fingerprints all over that yeah. script. That's like yeah. we're gonna. I'm gonna load it. I'm gonna front load it with a l- bunch of pap. You know, like a bunch of lines that people say in movies, so <laughs> that they can say things in movies <laughs> yeah. that people say. And uh, I'm gonna put in some uber violence, but I'm gonna edit the uber violence so you're not even getting much of that. Yeah, it's like and yeah, so I'm gonna-,
1: we're gonna get a PG-13 Alien versus Predator movie. Yeah. Which totally breaks the entire alien like continuity by putting them on Earth in ancient Aztec times or some shit. And I read well, that in the reviews, and I'm like, well, I don't need to see that. <laughs> no, what it is is, uh, <laughs> what it is is it
0: takes a, a Lance Hendrickson is uh, Wayland, the uh, the name, the guy who basically creates the company that you that shows up yeah, Wayland Utoni, Wayland or whatever. Yeah, uh, and his one of his satellites gets a heat signature uh under antarctica on some like island and it's a mayan temple but it's also an egyptian temple it's also this and that and then the mythos it's also in antarctica (laughs) yeah and the mythos is that basically the predators had genetically engineered the aliens uh and used this as like a hunting ground and so then they have this expedition to go but like i said it's literally resident evil because it's like in that one the facility is underground and you so gotta get suddenly, through the levels. Tenant's
1: head has come out of its own ass a little bit <laughs> yeah. to make room for this thing. But it but wow. it's
0: literally just yeah, it's literally just a Paul W. S. Anderson uh jam. It's just pointless from start to finish, and every line of dialogue is a piece of exposition to propel it forward to the next piece of exposition. It's just Oh wait, so nope, dumb. it is like tenant. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll uh, believe
1: how much exposition there is in tenant, yeah. and it still doesn't make sense.
0: <laughs> uh so yeah, so you go through all this and everybody effectively dies more or less but the predator army comes down to contain whatever and they blow up the temple and then uh this and that and that leads into the bridge to alien versus predator requiem where wait let's not
2: do that just yet though i just because i still want to i want to mention like the horrible writing of avp is its problem okay The, the whole setup of alien versus predator i'm okay with but then you have things like uh you've got spud from train spotting saying <laughs> no you're a father so now you have to live for them you know it's like <laughs> yeah god damn it this is exactly. so poorly written this is like I, it's yeah. this is almost like poorly written in a way that says fuck you writing
1: you know <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, basically
0: <laughs> basically uh but yeah when the security detail uh shows like they're all coming in from the boat and then like, suddenly they pull out the weapons and all this, and it's, like, supposed to be a big shock. Like, what are they doing with all the weapons? It's like, if you couldn't figure out that they were, like, mercs <laughs> on the fucking boat, then you have no business watching this movie. Because, but, good lord.
2: But I'm a scientist, and I'm here to science. What about all
1: the sciencing? Weren't we yeah. going to science?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. dumb. And then yeah. they and, and then, then they the get the
1: Predator's like, kind of the good guy. Yeah. And makes an alliance with the human Becomes, final girl. Because yeah. we're some yeah, the,
0: shit. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's Again, the gist. I
1: haven't seen this, but I know this much about <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I, I mean, there's some parts in there I love, like it's very, it's very gory. It's very grim, yeah. you know, which is correct for uh, both alien and predator franchises. Yeah. There's a, there's a scene where they're in the Arctic and they're milling around going, I don't know. What the fuck do we do? Where do we go? What are we doing? And a ship just sort of flies over yes. them silently. And I was like, Whoa, that's yeah. hot. And it, it shoots us, you know, it's laser thing. And they go to see what the hell was that? And it's a borehole that goes down
0: for like yeah. a mile into the ice cleanly. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was like, that's so neat.
0: Which is, And then the whole party goes up and is like, okay, well, uh, we need to go check that out. I'd be like, whoa, dude, I am out. I am done. You know what I mean? It's like a magic hole just shows up in the ice. <laughs> I yeah. It's like that cannot I, lead to anything. good. I'm just
2: here for <laughs> sciencing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the thing about this, like, if they had just set this on an ice planet or an icy part of another planet or anything other than Earth, right? Yeah. I probably would have gone and seen the movie. But well, but yeah, it, putting the alien on Earth and it doesn't spread like the coronavirus is just I can't go there. <laughs> well, well,
0: here you go. Here you go. That's the lead into Requiem, the next one, because at the end of this one, okay, there's two surprises. So the the group ends up with a piece of discarded predator tech. So they're doing like the Terminator ending, uh, so that that goes into Utani, the other corporate head. So they kind of drift off that, but then you also get the main predator gets, uh, impregnated and then they bring the body back. They don't know it's impregnated. So the final shot is on the predator ship where they've laid the body with the space scape. And then the thing bloats out and then that's like the jump cut so that's the lead into the Requiem movie the pred alien yeah which is like the hybrid which is basically alien resurrection which is the alien
2: almost makes this film sound too interesting because it takes so long (laughs) for anything to happen I was like who, yeah. who, who what, what, what? What am I watching? It's like yeah. nothing is going on. I'm being introduced to characters and not being asked to care about them.
0: Exactly. It's they spend they spent all this time introducing all these characters in this like sleepy Colorado town where the alien ship crash lands and then lets loose the, the aliens. Uh, and they, they literally set up all these characters, like a dozen characters, and literally all of them die. And there's like like by the end you're like I don't even care that and they're and I'm dead. very happy to see them die because yeah. they don't care. Yeah, but
1: but so this just... one was directed by the guys who've been doing the alien effects for Alien, uh, <laughs> Resurrection, and AVP for sure.
2: Oh, much is explained.
1: Yeah, and they give makes... they give them a director oh. job for Requiem here. Yeah,
0: but in Requiem, basically they turn the Predator character in this one into like Batman. Like he gets the signal from the down ship like a bat signal on his home world and then decides to suit up and go contain the aliens and get so-
1: here fast enough to do something about it before
0: it spreads across the world like coronavirus. Yeah. Even so- though in
1: aliens, Ripley's ship travels at actual space speeds, like twenty-five years have passed.
0: Well, this one is very much modeled on aliens. You could tell it wants to be it so badly because it's literally Mm. just this group of randos that come together and then have to kill off this alien infestation in this small little town, which is basically LV-426. And then... Like, literally everybody dies, and there's no reason to care about any of them, and then you get the hybrid alien with the mandibles on the front. It's like, what? Mm. This is just, come on, stop. It's almost actually, like, uh, it's not so much a Predator film as
2: an alien film with Predator stuff yes. in it, would you say? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I, well, that's just like the uh, AVP is literally a Predator movie that they just sprinkle in some aliens to have some fun. And yeah. this one's the other side of that coin where it's literally all the aliens showing up and then the Predator has to go, uh.
1: uh.
0: But even the Predator in this was like killing people left and right that just get in his way. So it's like, you're not even a sympathetic character in this one. It's like, I don't really care who wins. I just want it to end. And then <laughs> the, the Feds come in and drop a nuke and kill the town. And like three of the, the heroes escape. Well, uh, no
1: one will notice that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you
0: get like the another discarded piece of equipment and Utani picks is, it up.
1: Yeah,
2: which is the also the end of the crazies. Mm-hmm. You know. It's it's like they, they, That's true. they That's true. are stealing from a number of uh, genre films.
0: Yeah. But it's just like everybody dies, there's no reason to care. It wants to be like uh first blood, it wants to be some sort of like weird rom com with the teenagers. And then they do like this the meat cute have this, oh the late nights God s- that's right yeah. the
2: teenagers
0: <laughs> they the have like fucking the- teenagers <laughs> Yeah it's and, just, and it- the
2: guy is making out with the no 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 the guy is with the girl who takes off her clothes for the guy because you know in this weird world Yeah Girls it's- have to work really hard to get laid, and <laughs> and then the boyfriend shows up, and he, what are you do with my girl? I'm gonna kick your ass, and that's yeah. when like the alien shows up in the swimming pool yeah. that they're standing next to. It's like this is Dumb. this is kind of <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: what the fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so the alien versus predator movies, they're just they. They do such a a bad job of extending mm-hmm. the the legends of either They're franchise. They're like it's the just, Joel
1: Schumacher Batman's. It's like they happened. Let's <laughs> yeah. just pretend they didn't. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh,
0: and yeah, and to his credit, uh, when they did Prometheus, uh, they just ignored all of this. Yeah, uh, yeah. and they just they just and they did something ignored canon. alien, but that, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, they did something equally <laughs> dumb and bad, but at least they ignored what's going on here. Yeah. They made Uh, up their
2: own non-canon shit.
0: Yeah. So these just are, they're weird blips and they're just, they don't do anything. But then you get to uh, 2010 and they bring, they decided to reignite Rodriguez's script for Predators. And the concept on this one is basically just Predator, but instead of being in the jungles of Central America, it's on an actual Predator planet. And there's more Predators chasing This is the one that
1: had me interested. I wanted to see this one. Yeah. It, yeah, I wanna
0: I wanna say of all the Predator
2: movies I have now seen, uh, this one is my favorite. I didn't give really? a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about the uh, Schwarzenegger film when okay. it came out. I was like, you know, it's, okay, whatever. It's a dumb action. This one I thought was actually pretty cool science fiction for once. Well, that's filling the role
1: of, of yeah. Arnold and Danny Glover is Adrian Brody, tough guy.
2: Who has no business being in an action film, and yet it works. Well, this it is the totally thing. It totally
0: works. I read the review with the director or something, but basically I think Adrian Bode had said that they cast him because he wasn't that big, beefy mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger okay. thing. He's like, because if you look at those movies, yeah, it's fine. He's like, but if you look at actual like, special forces in the real world, a lot of these guys are just lithe and wiry, yeah. and they'll fucking kill you because they're just so unassuming. And he's like, that's what they were going for. And so it makes sense in that regard. But I, I like that they didn't put a big burly guy in, in charge because it's like, yeah, we've already seen that to death. Yeah. Uh, it's,
2: and, 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 you know, as concepts go, I thought it was smarter than, you know.
0: Well, the alien
2: came to L.A. because they got a gang problem. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> well, basically, yeah,
0: basically, this one, the gist is that it starts literally out of the gate with Adrian Brody falling from the sky and waking up realizing he's falling yeah and that was cool as well and then yeah and then the parachute clicks and then you find out that a bunch of other people have dropped in and they're all obviously mercenaries and and fighters and then you've got topher grace who just seems out of place because how could this guy be and it's like hmm i wonder if they're gonna switch a flip you know flip a switch later in the movie and you find out that he's really the the most evil of them all it's like it's so obvious and then this bizarrely costumed
1: woman says may the odds be ever in your favor (laughs)
2: i i think yeah the way that that whole thing that's the one really glaringly bad part of this film is the whole topher grace reveal i'm a murderer yeah and then the whole like i blame topher grace at some point you should say you know what we can do this better and then do it better well everything else works in this film
0: except that well not but (laughs) you get to like the big reveal and then you find out that he's like a serial killer but then he's like i don't want to go back where I'm a monster here. I can be myself. I mean, that's his literal motivation. It's yeah. like, shut the fuck yeah. up. Who cares? And yeah. then you have to, you know, but that's, he's been holding it together so well this entire yeah. time. And then suddenly he's irrationally crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like the gist, like the, the title, Predators. It's a play on aliens, but it's also the people in the movie are actually predators as well. You understand what's going on here? I mean, it's like, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> I don't uh, know. That's, that's a better idea than all these well, other movies we've been
0: talking well, about. Well, I remember, yeah. The I mean, I rewatched it recently, and it, I mean, it's it's okay, but I literally just, it's so boring. It's like, just get on with it already. I don't care. Because you know they're all going to end up dying one by one. And then you get to maybe a little bit of a spark when you run into Lawrence Fishburne's character, who turns out to be uh, like Ben Gunn from Treasure Island. He's basically just a lone survivor who's been scavenging on this predator world for like 10 years and he's lost his mind and he's like speaking to invisible people. Yeah. Uh, so, so
2: like, yeah, that's this is why I like this movie the most because unlike the original Predator, even there's something going on. There's stuff yeah. to learn. It's like you almost don't need, you know, the, 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 you get a violent set piece every 10 minutes. It follows yeah. the Joel Schumacher, you know, rule very closely, but there's actually more to learn. You know, there's yeah. more to know. And that is fucking cool. That yeah. there's more going on than just, you know, a bunch of killing.
0: Well, but then you also get scenes like the Yaku Kizai, uh, who basically has found a samurai sword, and then you have to have like the the sword fight in the the grass field where the wind's blowing. Loved it, you know. This, it's this loved, sounds come like come a on.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street movie transposed on it, the Predator. I, it now is, got a it kind of is. It kind of is death. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: but the but done well. I'm
1: sorry, done okay, very I'm fine with well. This. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, we know what we're signing up for here, right? It's still
2: a Predator movie. You're right. It is a, you know, the Yakuza guy does find a samurai sword and they do basically a samurai fight because the predator uses his predator knife. Yeah. But the way they do it, it's not like hokey action sequence. It's still almost respectful to the samurai film
0: genre. Yeah.
2: God damn it, I loved it.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think Brian hit the nail on the head, having not seen it, but just verifying it based on our description, that it is literally like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I mean, every character gets to do his own sort mm-hmm. of thing and die in sort of the realm of what that character is all about. And so, yeah. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah, that's
0: true. So it's, it's kind of goofy. But by the end, you know, when they finally do more of the predator mythos. And then you find out that there's bigger predators who are still hunting these smaller predators. And there's like a clan war thing going on this and this the one and that the
1: predator dogs show up. No, no, that's the, that's, that's the last the one. one. Okay. Yeah. Fine. But you no,
0: get to no, this, they have, they have dogs. Remember they
2: call off. Oh, that's right. At the, in the first attack. Yeah. They're... What I, one, one, I think problem with this structurally is that we get a lot of the exposition from Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. uh, and we find out that he's a completely unreliable narr- narrator, and yet everything he says is canon. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see a guy like bullshitting people and then being right about everything. Yeah, well, you know, working.
0: Well, and then the other thing by the end, the big climax is literally lifted from the first Predator movie. I mean, Adrian Brody's kind of figured out how to fight these things and covers himself in mud and builds a bunch of traps. And then he does like the last of the Mohicans tomahawk chop and run, uh, to beat the shit out of the last predator that's menacing him. Uh, and it's just so anticlimactic because then by the end you've got Brody and the woman, and then they, they like get through this ordeal and then they look up and there's more parachutes with more people coming down. And like the last line is just Adrian Brody going, all right, now it's time to figure out how to get off this fucking planet. And then that's the end of the movie. It's like, I, if it wasn't a Predator movie, I would have loved it. I, thought, I would have thought it would have been really interesting. But as it stands, it's like, this doesn't need to be anything related to a Predator movie at yeah. all. Yeah, so. I thought that
2: too. It actually, it's, it, it, it could have worked as a not a Predator movie. Yeah. But But I thought I did not find that ending anticlimactic either. I thought it was actually a very dark ending because, you know, they're not going to get the fuck off that planet. Yeah. And it's just just going to be wave upon-
1: Lawrence Fishburne or something, right? Yeah, it's
2: going to be wave upon wave of, like, deadly shit coming at them. Yeah. And,
0: you know, he's got a girlfriend now, at least. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. But so, you know, I just, it, it didn't really do anything for me to advance-
1: has every one of these movies managed to have the line "You, you're one ugly motherfucker" in yes, it? Yes, yes. Okay. That's except important.
2: for the except for the last one with Shane Black that has "You are one gorgeous motherfucker."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. Well, we can talk about that one then because it's just that is the most aggravating one of the entire goddamn <laughs> lot. I mm-hmm. Written
2: and directed by Shane Black, who should know better.
0: Yeah, who was in the first one as the guy that told a lot of uh really questionable Dumb jokes. jokes about pussy. Uh yeah. it's like come on man you should know better especially uh, this is the guy that did kiss kiss bang bang uh even long kiss goodnight i really it's like that it's got a lot you know of his I mean?
2: signature gags in there
0: like like you know just just funny jokes i love the uh,
2: uh you know i bet you can't open that door that's reverse psychology i can do that too don't go fuck yourself <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> yeah, but the
1: problem—the so problem predator with this at one.
0: Christmas by Shane Black, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, this one—I uh, mean, we're talking about like Dark Knight Rises with just the number of problems. It's like, you could literally watch this thing and parse every single thing that doesn't make sense in the overarching movie, that would unravel it if you gave it even a second thought. So it's like they—they they open with again with the aliens in the jungle so shockingly next to special forces guys having a thing and then the alien ends up dying from the crash uh and then he the hero finds the tech and he puts on the gauntlet and then suddenly it's fused to his arm it's like none of that like what anybody yeah. with any sense Where'd would that go, come from <laughs> I'm not touching that I'm definitely not putting it on my arm oh shit it's fused to my arm wait what's this I mean, it's like none of it makes sense and then he's got like this weird like metal ball that fuses, like fuels the invisible. The the ball is what makes you invisible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He, he, okay. Let me, let me just get this without going into the story. This is just, I, I, it's, it's going to set me on fire. If I don't say this right now, Uh, he, in order to keep, because he needs proof that aliens exist because somehow now he's, you know, got to prove aliens exist. He's, He's he's in the military and he shoots people for a living, but he wants to make real sure the whole public knows that aliens really exist, (laughs) like it's a hobby or something. He takes the metal ball, he ingests it so that it's in his tum tum, so that they don't know he has it, and because you know they'll never put him through a metal detector. Yeah, and uh, like like about an hour twenty into the movie, he
1: finally takes a shit. And, yeah. and like gets his, his invisible when, when he needs it. Yeah. So it's so yeah. irritating. This conversation got me to Google the term idiot plot. Yeah. The <laughs> definition of which is, uh, is a plot in which, which is kept in motion solely by virtue of the fact that everybody involved is an idiot and where yes. the story would otherwise be over or possibly not even happen if yes. this were not the case.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But that's like yeah, the first five minutes is him in this Mexican town uh, basically. Uh, threatening this guy in a bar to mail the predator tech <laughs> to his yeah, PO yeah i
2: got this uh, yeah i'm in a bar and i need you to mail this package
0: yeah or not I'll come the back bag
2: and what's in the bag it's yeah. like dude <laughs> and go, so yeah. go use your invisible ball and like break yeah. into a fedex
0: store <laughs> you stupid what are really? you doing at a bar <laughs> so yeah so and this is all like at the first five minutes and then you get like this the the black ops government guys that are chasing him, etc., who finally capture him. So his package goes to America, but it doesn't go to the PO box. Cause apparently he forgot to pay his bill. So it goes to the house of his what? estranged family with his hot wife. And then his, uh, slightly autistic on the spectrum son, yeah, uh, Not who, slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he's, who he's,
2: he's actually, he's, he's got, uh, that kind of Asperger's yeah. that makes you a genius. So it's okay.
0: But only when it's, you know, necessary, but the yeah. rest of the time you so like retard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah.
2: my God. The number of times they refer to a uh, uh, retard in this show. It's kind yeah. of like part two. It's at one point. Yeah. Yeah. At one point he's like, you know, he, somebody says retard and a guy goes, shut the fuck up, man. His son's a retard. Yeah. Oh, it's like,
0: wow. Yeah. Mm.
2: Wow.
0: But then, yeah, but, but basically, so that kicks off the subplot number two with the kid which is basically lifted right out of Shane Black's Iron Man 3 mhm uh but the kid like has this weird thing where he gets freaked out by loud noises like dogs barking Didn't
1: the kid wear the predator mask for halloween
0: yeah he like yes. put it on and that's when he figured out how to make some of it work and then oh, he like God. literally st- and like he-, he activated it and Stone Cold killed somebody through a beer can at him well um, it, it
2: defended itself so yeah. that's that's the conceit is that yeah you know, the kid did not kill the guy but yeah he straight so, up so the kid is on the guy.
1: spectrum in a way that makes him a good predator basically cool well he like learned
2: sort of. the predator source code language like you As know he, you do he, in five in yeah. five
0: minutes yeah Yeah. okay
2: just 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 tinkering he figured out like using their little
0: holographic interface on the arm cowl does he he
1: make a virus on his macbook and stop the alien ship by the
0: end (laughs) no but he does activate the homing signal where the big bad alien uh predator he does turn the
2: shields on on the ship to
1: chop
0: off the alien's arm uh so but yeah but he's but he's got that the kink where the loud noises make him like wince and pain except when he's in the middle of a goddamn firefight with all the special ops guys and suddenly it's like loud noises don't bother him it's like it's so lazy it is so goddamn lazy there's
2: yeah there's there's uh uh, lots of stuff in this where it's like i know i know they were doing this because movie but yeah it just doesn't work like like when when uh what is is he key or is he peel i can never tell the difference between the two it's
0: keegan michael key
2: Keegan Michael Key and um the first Punisher. Yeah. Uh
0: Michael what is his name? Michael Jane. 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 Yeah, the
2: guy the guy who's never it's managed Thomas to have Jane, a career. Thomas, Thomas, Jane. Jane, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jane is impaled on a stick and uh Key andor Michael Peel is um like like his guts are open. And they're friends, and so they nod at each other, aim their guns at each other, and manage to you know fire kill shots at each other. Yeah. <laughs> like one of them's <laughs> hanging from a tree. Yeah, I'm like, and uh, how do you time that out so that you both like uh, 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 exactly? Uh, 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 uh. They but didn't even the- give a, a, a count of three count, yeah. and it was all just so that
0: there could be a very like Shane Black moment of, yeah, "Yeah, man. But this is, but this is the, the actual team, Brian. Like, so the hero winds up in a bus with all these military prisoners who are all insane. I
1: I can't tell you how little I care at this point. (laughs) Yeah. But this
0: is like the team, but they're all nuts. They've all got like PTSD and shit. And you've got like Theon Greyjoy is one of the band. uh, And they end up, they're (laughs) saving the, the scientist woman who's played by what's, I can't remember her name. Olivia Uh, Munn. Yes. Olivia Munn. Uh, And
2: yeah, they're all crazy in that way where you don't have to give a shit or feel bad about them or in any way acknowledge that mental illness is a real problem. Yeah. They play it for laughs. It's so
0: tone deaf. It's like, what in the fuck? Uh, So then they end up rescuing her from the military facility that the predator busted out of and killed a bunch of people. And then that kicks off subplot three where they got to go find it. and then. I that still haven't means, you
1: heard heard you mention the big beefy predator that shows up. Well, to the I was getting predator. that. That's oh, subplot we're getting there. Yeah. That's God, subplot we've four. All this garbage, and we still haven't even yeah. gotten to that.
0: Yeah. So then, like halfway through the movie, so this is like forty five minutes later, the big bad predator shows up with his like hunting dogs. Because and then the other like one
1: a, wasn't like roided out enough, right?
0: Basically. Oh yeah,
2: and this all starts with a, a chase scene. In space, where one alien ship is chasing another alien ship, this one literally is like that out.
0: Yeah, this one's like the hidden. If you remember that movie, uh, where it's the one alien or I, I come in peace, like the one alien's hunting the other alien. It's literally all it is for that subplot. But just the the big bad predator is like ten feet tall or whatever cars. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and then uh, and then he's got like these two alien dogs that they attack, and then they kill one, and then another one's about to wreak havoc and like they shoot it like they have a bolt gun that they they shoot into its head which doesn't kill it it just makes it docile and then it like mother gooses onto the kid and then becomes part of the team and then that's how they find the alien ship at the end to to destroy the other big bad predator they just follow this uh dog that's now brain damaged (laughs) to the ship. It's like it's an what
1: Predator Dog.
0: Basically, yeah. okay. It is so <laughs> dumb. It is so dumb. And then you get like the end which is almost like the Tango and Cash where the bad guys are all like watching the thing unfold and then suddenly everything fucks up and then they got to like all band together to save against the predator. And then there's like a joyride on the ship and guys falling through the force field and getting cut in half. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just by the end, you're like, I literally, like, I thought I didn't give a shit at the end of Predators, but at the end of the Predator, I'm like, I, I, I didn't give a shit like an hour ago. Yeah. This was sort of
2: like, uh, this was actually, it made me think a lot of the losers. Did you ever see that? Yes. Uh, yes. That was, that was like, you know, a bunch of guys who were just sort of douchey, but really good at their jobs of, you know, being mercenaries. And I was like, okay, so this is kind of that. And so tonally. I'm on board, I guess. I because it's now just it's wacky comedy. Yeah, this isn't I mean, a this isn't a predator movie. This is just this is just a screwball kind of. And yeah. then they shift the tone completely by killing the fuck out of all of them.
0: Yeah, and then by the end they've got a piece of predator tech that's basically like an Iron Man suit. It's a predator hunter, where like it, like uh, the Giver, oh, basically God. like that's if right. you if you get it on you, it like basically encases you, and then it becomes like this AI driven uh predator hunter oh god uh, to and set somebody, up a sequel it's almost
2: it's almost a pro- post-credit sequence yeah but what just, uh, what what would uh, really like just just you know mind fuck you on this is that okay they 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 are at the the science place where they do the sciencing and the kid works there now of course yeah because you know, child twel- labor the, lies the twelve yeah. year old is now like <laughs> yeah. because he learned the alien language, yeah, and uh, the dad is you know military guy, even though he's got shaggy hair, and yeah. um he yeah so but but yeah, so the one scientist stands next to the thing, it latches onto him, it starts forming into this alien this predator killer thing, and the kid is reading on his computer, you know, oh, wait, it says that it's. Predator killer or something like he reads it. He <laughs> yeah. reads it off of like the alien language
0: thing. It's so dumb. So, uh, and so... then the
2: dad says, that's my next suit. Hope they make it in a 42 long <laughs> 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 because yeah. I'm going to be in the Predators 2 or whatever
1: we're doing. So, so Chris, to try to bring it all together, you said the, the premise of this episode was why do all the Predator sequels suck? Yes. So
0: why why do all the Predator sequels suck? That's a fair question, and I think uh, it might stem primarily uh, from their uh, lack of good titles. For one, Predator I've- Two, <laughs> A V avp avp Requiem, mm-hmm. Predators, The Predator. It's like
2: uh, I think. Okay, I got a couple of thoughts first. A V P does is not canon. No, you know, for anyone. So I don't think it should even be considered. They were just a shit money grab. It's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Call two it. IPs. Yeah. Right uh but i don't think the predator movies are any good because the first predator movie wasn't all you know all hot that takes hot yeah, take. it but was I... nothing to write home about it was just an arnie movie that had some stuff that well yeah
0: it's basically like die hard uh, but set in the jungle, but instead of a group of mercenaries, it's just one big bad hunting. So those. basically, if it, it was had an action commandos yeah. and the commando
1: and basically Alien versus commando. Yeah, been the yeah. Same it problem. was an
2: action film that didn't have a bunch of sequels, and people said, "Why doesn't it have a bunch of sequels?" Mm, this wonder. is an era of a bunch of sequels. Yeah, and so yeah, they uh, made that. They made that. they made uh, Predator two, and then everyone was like. I'm I done. Guess it's a franchise.
0: I'm done. That yeah. to
1: me was the thing, right? Was they had a cool alien design. They had. They gave him mm-hmm. a bunch of cool powers, and it just kept coming up. There's got to be a way to franchise this thing because we can sell toys. Yep. Yeah. And and well, they just. N- I th- don't I think care. That,
0: I think that might be it. Is the reason that all the sequels exist is solely because of money. It's not like. The, is
2: there one sequel that hasn't
0: been made for money? <laughs> well, but you know what I mean. Like, if you look at Aliens, that is probably one of the best sequels ever made.
1: Wait, movies get made for money? Yeah. But, what? yeah. It's like, but, I, huh?
0: <laughs> but Aliens, I don't think, was made just like they said, okay, we need to cash in and make a shit ton of money on this movie that came out eight years ago. Ooh, uh, like they did. But Cameron Cameron took time to actually, you know, flesh it out and make it its own movie. None of these Predator movies would exist singularly uh, at all. Uh, I think Predators probably comes close, but it's still, they link it so much to the overall universe that it sort of just falls flat for me. But if you look at any of the mm -hmm. other, like, big franchises, Terminator, Alien, uh, shit, what are some of the other ones? Matrix. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's they, they hit their arc, uh, but I think this one comes closest to, because of, maybe because of the AVP stuff, but like the Alien franchise, where you hit your mark. The first one is a really good movie. The second one knocks the sequel out of the park, and then by the third one, you can tell that they're starting to run out of ideas, and then by the fourth one, it's like, well, they're literally just spinning their wheels now, uh, and that's done. That's what Predator <laughs> sequels are so, like to me. It's so like they, I think
1: what you're saying is it's James Cameron's fault. Because he took one of these, you know, B-movie sci-fi horror things and kicked its ass. And then ever since then, people are like, this has got to be a franchise. There's a way to make, we have a brand in search of a story here.
0: I I will agree with you because he did it with Alien, but he also did it with his own Terminator. Because Terminator 2 was just bananas at the box office. And now suddenly we've got like 18 of them and they all suck. And they all suck.
1: So basically only James Cameron can pull
0: this off. Only once though. (laughs) Only once. Yeah. Yeah, If you watch Dark Fate. He didn't pull it off. No. Not even <laughs> remotely. Uh, so I think this is all just mostly just driven by commerce, and there's no that's, reason for them to exist. But I mean,
2: again, that's true of almost all of this you know, action schlock. It's like right. any of these, you can say that. I think right. the reason yeah, it Scorcher doesn't One work- was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the reason it doesn't work is there wasn't enough there to make an action right. sequel schlock. Exactly. You know, aliens, I think- uh, Whatever they did, they dug deep and found something to make it interesting. And yeah. it was actually, what they found that was interesting wasn't the alien; it was Ripley.
0: Yeah, well,
2: that's the that's thing. what didn't...
0: makes those movies work. But it's that's not the, the fucking alien, by. But any do you think means. if they if they had managed to somehow coerce uh, Schwarzenegger back for the sequel and no, came up with a concept? Movie do was you think? Shit. But do you, what movie, do you think that okay. that
2: movie was useless shit? He was not a character; <laughs> he was an archetype. That's uh, true. He was he was no Ripley. You know. Okay. I, I that's what made Alien work, and that's why the Alien films don't work anymore because they no, keep no trying Ripley. to. Gotcha. They keep trying to carbon copy a Ripley, and they keep coming up short.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I'll, I'll grant you that, even though I still, I'll on the record, I, you. <laughs> but, I, but I still like Predator. It's still entertaining to a degree. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still a fun ride, and I don't mind watching it. Uh, I think
2: at the time, it was like, what, 87 it yeah. came out? Uh-huh. I think when, it, when I saw it in 87, I turned to, you know, to whoever I came to the movie with and said, this movie is learning disabled. <laughs> i i just yeah yeah from go i did not care well you know uh <laughs> but, right, yeah, but i but, bet a but i will bet a couple of governors are in this film that's true that is
1: true that well is
0: true. and well sadly i guess there's a, a fifth predator film uh that's in the making uh as of a few years ago so they're still gonna try to go back to that fucking well uh And see what they can do. So they're going to keep cranking these things out. I guarantee it. But none of them are going to be any fucking good. I guarantee it. So, you know,
2: they've done it to death. We did, we did forget to mention, in uh, The Predator, there is an actual roided out enormous predator that's sort of a new evolution of predators. Oh, yeah, right. Because right, right. what the predators do is when they rip out the skull and spine, it's specifically so that they can get the DNA or the, I don't know, the spinal tap fluid or whatever of their victim, who is the best warrior, so that they can like grab it up and make it part of them <laughs> and, and evolve yeah. they basically evolve by taking the best parts of the warriors they fight like bill paxton or the prisoner guy yeah from uh <sighs> yeah you know, it's like it's totally inconsistent but you do get like a 10 story tall it feels like a predator yeah shirtless who it's, looks like Arnie and at one point they say this thing has human DNA. Bum, and I thought bum. I thought they were gonna link it back to somehow like uh Adrian Brody, you know, <laughs> got wouldn't that got be his, nice? Yeah, yeah, they 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 or or maybe Arnold, maybe they got some Arnold cells from the first
0: one, and this yeah. is part Arnold or something. There you go. Well, based on this, Brian, uh, which of the Predator sequels would you watch Predators? Uh, the one okay. with Adrian Brody. That's
1: still okay. the only one I think I'd probably bother with. That's, I a, think you're, that's fine if choice. If you do
2: watch it, I think you're gonna yell at me and go, Eric, you're high. This thing was yeah. garbage. Yeah, were you on cough syrup, you dick? Yeah. But <laughs> but remember what we're talking about. You know, this is like the hottest waitress at Denny's. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> so if you want to hear clear. me yell
2: at
1: Eric <laughs> about movies, subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Subscribe to the podcast, check out all of our other episodes, rate us. Um, it, You know the drill. Come on, people. Help us out. Help us yeah, grow an really. audience. Smash so that convenient. like button. <laughs> yeah. Smash, Smash that Smash like it. button. Smash, Smash. it. Um, you can find all Somehow. the episodes. (laughs) on the feed or go to our website, maghuge.com, M-A-G-H-U-G-E.com. If If you want to reach out to us, give us us. show ideas, hit us up on Twitter. We're at maghuge. We're also on Facebook, Magnificently Huge Podcast. We're one of those two things on Instagram. And you can 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 email magnificentlyhuge at gmail.com. We do this every week. We're going to do it again next week. We'll see you then. And my favorite line from To Catch a Predator, we have the transcripts.